0: Oh yeah hey, We're back Again Episode 23 23 23 and me 23 and me And number 23 marks our AFL season preview
1: Our discussion on the NCAA tournament And of course Relocating the NRL The Perth Sharks <laughs>
0: We'll see won't we
1: Uh, Number 23 and me, just quietly, is that your title of your autobiography, given your man love for LeBron James? Well,
0: it could actually be a real story after my trip to the USA, which is coming in November this year.
1: Oh, you feel like you're going to, are you going to track LeBron down? I'm going to try to. What what methods are you going to use to try and facilitate a meeting between yourself and the great man LeBron?
0: Well, I will masquerade as being a uh, reporter from Sports and a huge um, media juggernaut in Australia that covers sport. In, are you going to try pop and get culture?
1: a media accreditation based on twenty three podcast episodes? I yep. will have a crack. Yeah, right, well, good on you. I think you should. Well, what's you, the worst they're going to do? Say no. Is this or are you inspired by your recent foray into the Sharks dressing room whilst well, you were disguised as a caterer? Um, after their trial, well, match.
0: it's, it's, it's led me to believe that anything's possible. Anything and possible. Um, you know, I, I did watch a, a, a rewatched um, "Catch Me If You Can" with yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> so it's, it's give yeah, me a, a you've, quite you've a taken peak. notes on how yeah. Leo would do it as yeah, well. The inspiration um, to reinvent myself right. in so numerous they... ways on, on a trip overseas is at an all-time high
1: be careful because it sounds to me like if they reject your application for a media accreditation you might just forge one is that is that the plan
0: well you know learn from the best Uh, fake it till you make it
1: well you heard it here first folks be careful Lebron you've got a silver fox coming your way and he will not be stopped that's right (laughs) so your security better be on guard because he's going to get to meet you and say hello what would you say if you met the great man
0: I'd probably just ham it up and just be as Aussie as Aussies I could. Would you?
1: Yeah. To try and stand out in
0: yeah. His day. Yeah. G'day, yeah. mate. How you going? Oh, how's it going?
1: G'day, oh. LeBron. Oh, g'day, LeBron. You play a bit of basketball, do you? Yeah. Oh, but did, would you pretend that you don't really know him that well, or would you like, Would you kind of go with the... Because he, he obviously meets fans who fawn over him Oh, I'd talk to him like day. I knew him. Would you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah.
0: You, you, I mean, guys like that, you have to come across confident. You've yeah, got to have some you swag, do. otherwise... You've got to, you go to just speak. brush her. yeah exactly Yeah, you have to make them think there's a reason why this guy's here why yeah yeah. and just talk to him like he's yeah. been your mate for 10 years yeah fair enough
1: you can't you, you wouldn't be able to go mate you're amazing nah. you wouldn't say oh you're the greatest player no nah. oh, I think you're the greatest player ever and I go to sleep wearing your jersey all the time
0: nah. no no you couldn't wouldn't say that.
1: that he would just go oh fuck he wouldn't I don't think know. I get the respect no I deserve back yeah you deserve (laughs) you deserve (laughs) mate you've just forged a media accreditation and gone halfway around the world to catch up with this bloke how much respect do you deserve is there much left
0: no it's a a land of the forge over there in the states yeah it is isn't
1: it forgery oh well very good I look forward to well we look forward I think to hearing how that goes
0: well you know November
1: November this year you're going to head over to the states yep
0: I mean you could have been there you just decided to uh, you know renovate my house yeah exactly yeah priorities
1: yeah exactly yeah. yeah well let's just say that i decided i'm not so sure but like if i had really did have a choice i'd be on the plane with you yeah yeah. fair enough and i'd probably well, you know like exactly um you might you, you
0: might catch my head at courtside at a couple of games at the start of the year so oh, we'll, we'll see how we go oh well
1: season 2019 2020 i think we'd be very excited to see streety sitting
0: Court side. Oh, it'd be nice to be sharing front row with Ken- Kendall Jenner and the Sixers <laughs> game. Oh, yeah, that'd be See what cool, we can tee up.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, you never know your luck in the big city, do you? That's As it. As
0: they say. The city of brotherly love. That's so the what goal. are we going
1: to talk about today, street other well, than your love of number 23, LeBron James?
0: Yeah, so it is the AFL season preview episode. Yeah, AFL
1: season kicked off this weekend.
0: Yes, yeah, so we're actually previewing one week, or after round one, mm. um, which probably isn't a bad thing because... Because we um, don't have that
1: much idea, really.
0: No, no, we don't have much mm. idea. But it's all well and good to make your predictions before the season. Yeah. But it's amazing how yeah. how much uh, the script is flipped after these teams play one game. Yeah. Um, you know, week to week, betting odds change, sometimes fairly dramatically. Yep. The narratives change for, for teams. The storylines are evolving. Yep. And a team that went in with high prospects, you know... Um, at the start, well, pre-season. yeah, Could absolutely bomb in round one. They could. And then the whole uh, re- rhetoric around that side and well, and, and their potential is uh, is totally different. The par- Essendon Bombers case in point.
1: Yeah, so they were predicted to be in the top eight, but they got soundly beaten this week, didn't they? Yeah,
0: they lost by 72 points this afternoon to the yep. GWS Giants. Yep,
1: and were held goalless for a long period of time, I believe. Yeah. To lose by 72, you probably could be held. So listening to some
0: of that post-match, uh, catching a bit of that. This afternoon uh, on the TV, yeah, um, it it appeared like a uh, a bomb had gone off in Essendon, and um, you know they had no players left. Pardon um, the pun. Pardon the pun. Yeah, bomb yep. bombers. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely a yep. bit gloomy around yep. the place. Um, Do you
1: think the uh, Essendon bombers have um, handled the drugs controversy that they experienced the same way the Perth Sharks did? Uh, and I'm going to be just for those people listening I've decided to call the Sharks by their future name the Perth Sharks I'll never refer to them as the Canola Sharks ever again Okay. because they'll be moving soon so, but, so I'm just going to get ahead of the game here but do you think Essendon uh, have um, like the, as a club they've gone to their knees right like and they've they haven't they haven't been as successful as what history has showed, since the drug controversy as well, right? Like the sharks seem to have handled it better, don't
0: they? It appears that I'm trying way. to give the sharks a compliment here. Well, yeah, so I, I, I'd it. agree with you there, and um, I think Essendon breaching the salary cap helps. It it, it appeared that Essendon sort of had a Clearly. lot of pride, and they and they they mm. dug in, almost to the you know quite similar to Ben Simmons choosing not to take a jump shot. Yeah, just out of spite, not that he can't shoot, he just mm. chooses not to so I think that
1: must take amazing discipline from Ben Simmons isn't it like he just you know I mean like you're a guy who never passed up a jump shot in your life never and and can you imagine the discipline it would take to not shoot it
0: when you shoot 60% for your career
1: (laughs) (laughs) or close to it's pretty hard pretty hard not to let him fly at least 50 oh right okay yeah I wouldn't know I I definitely wouldn't know that's definitely not you'd be in the 18 to 20% (laughs) (laughs) range. I'd be well and truly in the perceived Ben Simmons range I probably should have shown more discipline yeah yeah
0: yeah, but I mean back to Essendon uh, Mm. and on a serious note they definitely took a different approach to Cronulla with that whole Asada thing and we I'm pretty sure we would have covered this or touched on it in previous episodes. Um, their strategy was, um, you know, to fight it to the end. Yeah. And It pretty much crippled them. Yeah, it did, right? Uh, and the ramifications have, have gone on a lot longer than mm. uh, what happened with the sharks. sharks basically... You know, laid down. Laid down and just took... Copped it. Copped it and, and, and took the punishment, um, whether... And then pl- cheated. Whether their players or believed or you know felt they should or shouldn't have, hmm. the, the outcome for them was better to actually cop it, yeah, rather than fight it. Yep. Um, so
1: in this instance, the Sharks certainly learnt the lesson that it is better to receive than give. Is that right?
0: <laughs> in a roundabout way, that's
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, they did. You could, you could definitely adopt that. Well done, Sharkies. Yeah. Yep, off you go to bed. Anyway,
0: listen, we're going to... I mean, you're not entirely off the hook here. No, not, uh, no I don't
1: imagine I would be. Yeah, I would. When you talk about the, the value of hindsight, there's been a couple of rounds of the... I, I know what you're going to talk about. You're going to talk about the Bulldogs, aren't you? You're going to talk about two rounds of the NRL and how bad the Canterbury Bank's... Down I will, yeah, but
0: not there. just yet. I just want to let okay. you just right think on. about, you something about it. You to wait for that, yeah. do but yeah, fair enough. I expected to, that coming time to preview the AFL 2019. Yeah. Um, now, in all honesty, I know less about the AFL in 2019 than what I did in 2018.
1: And you knew nothing about it at that point? No, I, I did pretty well. A little my, bit, my, yeah. my predictions. Did you?
0: Um, mm-hmm. As I understand, there were some rule changes. And they, the, the triple six, and I'm actually glad we're probably, you know, forcefully delayed our preview because... Because um, it gave
1: you the opportunity to read... So we, we, we've we spoken about this person before. We've got a mate, and his name's Gilesy, I mean, no, no, look, he doesn't... I don't care if people know who he is.
0: Yes. Well, anyway, I mean, we, he, we can reveal his identity.
1: He sees himself as an expert of, well, everything, but in particular, he sees himself as an expert in AFL, right? So the other day, you asked him what he thought about the upcoming AFL season, right? yep. Now. Now, what he wrote back the 6 6, six would have, rule would have taken you the whole weekend to start to get the through. game
0: after every bounce and I'm like the 6-6-6 six, six, six rule Is yeah. it, have the AFL turned yeah. to Satanism or are yeah. they you know in the centre circle are they yeah. you know um, sacrificing some goats or yeah, whatever it yeah. may be Yeah, but no it's, it's a rule to basically spread it plays across the field like netball at the restart yep, of every There's club. a lot of parallel uh, parallels between netball and Aussie rules down in Victoria. You know, yep. sh- shared clubs with you know even yep. the AFL clubs have netball clubs as yep. part of them. Anyway, 6 6 6 means six players in the back, front and in the midfield.
1: So splitting the field up into sections and so in zones, in the, you're limited into in, in the amount of
0: similar to indoor, that similar you're to right indoor to. cricket where you yep. can have you know you have <clears> players <throat> in certain parts of the uh Yep. the field for periods of time hmm. um, and it was interesting listening to some of the post-match after Friday night's game and they were it was positive they they were you know had positive things to say about the triple six as opposed to they liked to, that rule and they it liked it they, they felt there was uh, it opened up the field a bit more and opportunities for, for scoring were um, you know more prevalent Josie, uh, our um, friend seemed to think and you know he's a tall guy so maybe he might feel a bit more relevant now mm. with you know, Ruckman sort of you know have more of a role.
1: He'd love a good rule change to bring the ruck back into it, wouldn't he? He would, yeah.
0: Because yeah. you know when you're six six in one hundred and fifty kilos, it can't uh, run very much. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, his his role as a as an AFL player would yeah. m- not that he is, but if he was, he would have a reduced role.
1: I saw him play third grade country
0: AFL in Victoria one day,
1: and they played him in the ruck. He was okay for that level. Yep. I thought he went yep. pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I hadn't really seen too much of it, but he was all right. Uh, you know, no worse than the other bloke. So, yeah. anyway, yeah. But he also said, what do you say? Uh, that winning the centre bounce now and moving the ball forward, your forwards will have a f- huge benefit, presumably because there will be less defenders. Correct. To cut down on competition for the ball.
0: Yes, which spells a bit of trouble for the Richmond Tigers because they lost their best defender Alex Rance to a, a knee injury, so he's gone for the yeah, year. Yeah, so
1: he blew his knee out on the weekend, didn't he?
0: So you'd have to think their premiership odds have nosedived somewhat. Yeah. As a result, they're pretty stacked, but they are a good team. Yeah. Um, but you know the the triple six may, in fact, yeah, work against them uh, if you have you know less competition for key forwards against defenders yeah more to move instead yeah, of right. flooding a back line mm. as Giles so eloquently says yep um, and he's also tipping a 100 goal season for a full forward because of that rule too. because of that right. rule
1: yeah yeah right Warram. that'd be interesting to see right someone go for 100 goals Yeah, I remember the last time and I think he references this in his conversation but I do think it was Buddy Franklin when when he, he kicked 100 goals but I've seen a number of people, through my time watching AFL, kick 100 goals. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. It's a nice little st- statistical achievement.
0: It is. It's
1: good. Yeah. Like, it's... Buddy would probably be kicking for his life over there at Sydney, I'd say. they, You know, jeez. Yeah. They wouldn't be loving him this year. So... Anyway, and he, what does he reckon about about the AFL? Who does he reckon is going to make the, the eight?
0: Well, he hasn't actually given us the top eight. He gave us the top four, so we'll come back to that. But let's start out. Yep. Um, with our top 8 now our work experience kid Nugget again couldn't make it yeah now I'm just questioning his commitment somewhat
1: his work ethic's not high is it no
0: he's bailed on us the last two times
1: yeah exactly and Duffy took his place the other day it was a fine producing effort when we did our NRL preview he just sat
0: on the couch didn't contribute much as per usual
1: probably more than a bloke who's not here yeah fair enough so what it would have been I'm not saying it's hard to exceed expectations but if you're not around you're not around that's right. Anyway, he's probably listening to this on his way to another meeting of bloody rich people who steal money off people and don't worry about Royal Commissions. So good luck if you are, Nugget. Yes. Hopefully you turn up on time to that. So. That's right. Mm. Good on you.
0: So I've got... Uh, Nugget did actually send through his top eight. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll do his last. Okay. Uh, do you want me to do mine first? Yes, we'll start, start, start with yours. Take okay. it away. So who've got... Um, let's just go one to eight.
1: Okay, I've got the West Coast Eagles. Yep. And Collingwood. Yep. Last year's two grand Grand finals. finals. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, GWS. Yep. Melbourne. Yep. Richmond Tigers. Yep. Geelong. Yep. Adelaide Crows. Yep. You'll love this. The Brisbane Lions.
0: Ooh, smoky.
1: Yep. The Brisbane Lions.
0: They had a good win this weekend. They beat. Some they were defense. strong at the
1: end of last year. They were really strong at the end of last year. They beat some solid teams. They've got a team that I think can squeak into the eight. I don't think they'll do much when they get there, but I think they'll squeak into the eight. Well, they've had and that, a
0: sh- pretty that, bad few years, though, so it would be good for them to... It would
1: that. be. And that will mean some teams that probably expect to be there year in, year out, will miss out, right? So you'll notice I don't have the Sydney Swans in there, who I'm a fan of. Yep.
0: Well, you the Brisbane Lions Fremantle, Port beat, Adelaide They beat the West Coast Eagles by 44 The defending yeah. premiers
1: Well, maybe that's one of the reasons I said they that mate. No, that's not the reason But I would have picked them in there anyway Although that was an impressive victory this weekend Uh, I would have picked them just because I think that club has turned a corner And I think they have got some good leadership And I think they'll do okay
0: Okay, yep, mm. fair enough Yep, that's, so that's my your top eight. eight. Okay, or um, well, my top eight in order from one to eight: Collingwood, hate them. Yep. Uh the Melbourne Demons, yep. Geelong in third, West yep. Coast in fourth, uh, Richmond to suffer a little bit from the loss of Rance so They're going to still finish fifth though. Yep, I've still got the Sydney Swans. I think they've got a good roster, so yep. I've got them. And I think if anyone's going to benefit from, from this triple six rule, it's going to be the Swans. Oh yeah. Um, I've got Essendon, the Bummers, coming in at 7th Yep And GWS, who I actually tipped to make a bit of a slide I had them uh, uh, in a just battle with the Crows for 8th and 9th Just getting in on percentage And today's big win will help that a bit Yeah, yep uh, Throughout the year um, I think that, I mean, the GWS have, have lost some key players this offseason Yep And I think moving forward um, It's going to be a real issue for the, for that club to retain talent especially their high draft picks coming off rookie contracts
1: is that because no one wants to live in Liverpool yeah yeah absolutely yeah
0: yeah so you know and, and, and also tough, the fact right? that it, it would mm. um, you know good good club on paper mm. uh, and they you know put the performances on but I pro- probably think they prefer playing away from home or yeah. in Melbourne in those environments where they get to taste what it's like to play in front of a big crowd with atmosphere where I mean yeah. if you're only drawing 7 to 13 thousand at the showground in mm. Sydney what's the point yeah it's right and
1: I, and I could probably agree with that. You see, what you're starting to see now is the expansion teams in the AFL who were loaded up with draft picks when they first started and they and therefore loaded up with talent. Now that that talent is starting to come to the end of the three or four years of their first deal or whatever it is, or as soon as they get an opportunity, these guys want to go back and play Live live near their family, play in the MCG in front of a hundred thousand people every week. Yep. They want to, they want to spend the weekend with their mates. They want to, That's you right. know, they they actually like. <clears throat> I said that as a joke, but they don't actually want to live in Sydney. No, that like these are kids who grew up in Victorian towns who worship that worship AFL, and they come to Sydney no and actually no one knows who they are, and that they actually don't like that. Yeah. I think it's a circumstance where clubs like, and I can't blame him. No, Sydney, Brisbane, Gold Coast, GWS, those expansion teams. You often hear the reason that a player gives to wanting to go home in the, in the to change in the AFL is I want to go home. Yep, right? that's it. Yeah, whether it be to WA or to Adelaide or to Victoria, those expansion teams are going to struggle to keep players for long je- yeah. long periods of time.
0: And while the Sydney Olympic Park precinct is, is pretty good, it's just not made. It's, it's not for AFL. It's, well, we you know, went
1: there to watch the A-League recently, right?
0: But we've also been to a, an AFL game there, I think, last year. It doesn't have a great atmosphere. It's terrible.
1: It's rubbish atmosphere. You know,
0: this is one of the best teams in the comp. Yep. And they could, couldn't draw 7,000. I mean, right. they were playing Fremantle, who stunk, but...
1: Yeah, but that wasn't... But but it wouldn't matter, right?
0: Because no. because if, I mean, Richmond, a game like if that,
1: Richmond play Fremantle... Yeah. then they still play in front of 70,000, 80,000. That's right. If Collingwood play Fremantle, then they, they still play in front of a they bucket just don't, They
0: don't have the supporter base, a, a, a large enough one. Whereas, you yeah. know, a game like that versus Fremantle, yeah. be smart about it. Go and take yeah. it to Wagga or, you know, a, a Riverina club where you're going to get 14,000, you know. Yeah, that's right. Half the town, turn up or to, to the event. Or at
1: least, with at least some type of atmosphere, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, the GWS are represented, you know, they play games in Canberra and they represent some of the uh, Riverina area. Yeah, yeah.
1: So who do you reckon is going to win the AFL? Then we'll talk about relocation a little bit later. We're kind of going down that path. Yep. My, I'd like to um, talk about it you know, guy, my one.
0: big improvers last year. I tipped them to make the grand final. They came within one game and then shat themselves totally. That was the D's, Melbourne Demons. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that year. Under the belt. Mm. Um, that embarrassing loss. Yeah. Probably has uh, sharpened their teeth a bit more. Did they get beaten this weekend? I think they did, didn't they? Did they get beaten? Let's have a look.
1: I don't know. That's not, that's not, I'm, not, that, I'm not saying, oh, ah, they got beaten, you real wrong. I'm just saying, I think they got beaten. I uh, feel like they got beaten.
0: Yeah, Port Adelaide had yeah. the win. Okay. They might be also pretty decent, Port Adelaide. I've got them missing out in the finals, finishing in 10th. Yep. Only because I know Jack all about them.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, and, uh... And so, you, but you think they'll go all the way?
0: Yeah, I think the D's are going to win the, win the win the flag. Do you know who do you think they'll play in the grand final? I'm going to say well, they're going to play Geelong. Yep. Melbourne versus Geelong. Yep. I think I think that's a replay. I think that's a they may have played each other at Melbourne and Geelong back in the day.
1: In the grand final, possibly. All right, we'll have to Google that. That look. would go well beyond my. It might have been in the late eighties. Well, see, I actually think Geelong are going to win the premiership this
0: year. Do you?
1: Yeah, I do. Yep. Only because I didn't want to pick West Coast or Collingwood. And I don't think GWS will win it. And I didn't like Melbourne. I don't think Richmond will win it either. So so when I went down my list, they were the next remaining team, really. So I couldn't yep. tell you why I think that. Yeah. But I'm glad you picked them in the grand final, at least. Because, you know, would be like us going head-to-head, really. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think Geelong will win. And I do think they'll play West Coast in the grand final. I think yep. West Coast have got the talent. and They've got Nick Nat back. Yeah, they'll only get better. Although you know, it's maybe they bring someone back like that, and I think Gold Coast will finish last.
0: Yeah, so the Gold Our Coast. And mate
1: Gilesy said that too. Yeah, yeah. But the Gold Coast are a basket case of a team. Every sporting team on the Gold Coast is a basket case. No one's any good. Yes. They just—I don't know why. You just maybe they go to, maybe they get up there and they go to shooters and they just—it's just rubbish. Avenue Avenue's the death of sporting teams in Australia. I think it's got a lot to answer for. The strip, party strip. I've left a bit of money there before.
0: Tell me one team that's actually been a success on the Gold Coast. There hasn't been one. No. Well,
1: I couldn't tell you one because there hasn't been one. Oh, no. the Gold Coast Seagulls in the Terror. NRL. The Gold Coast Rollers in the NBL.
0: The Gold Coast Tweed Giants.
1: Yeah, the Giants. Yeah, see, nothing. Remember the, the Gold, Gold Coast Blaze. Coast... Remember that? Yeah, the Blaze. I like. I like their uniforms. You remember that the Gold Coast had an A-League team for a while? And they actually... Gold I think, Coast United? But I think they stopped playing part of the way through a season.
0: Yeah, Clive Palmer owned them.
1: Yeah. You don't often see a sporting team these days go bad during the season. So they were so bad that even the league went, we can't help you yeah. and prop you up for the rest of the year. That's yep. pretty bad, isn't it? So, man, I mean, I made
0: this call last year, but I actually it's the same as GWS hmm. they, they might have a nice stadium up there at, at Metricon but yeah. once again I don't think people really care
1: no they don't care because it's too far away from everything anyway
0: and yeah the stadium is a, a ways out it actually needs to be in the Gold Coast right?
1: everyone just wants to go up there for jugs of illusions and strippers and you know whatever okay. you go to the and Gold the Coast casino
0: it's had a do over so it's pretty nice yeah. yeah,
1: I'm going up there in July to run the marathon up there nice. Gold Coast first week of July I'll certainly be hitting shooters after the marathon Don't worry about that You won't
0: be going to a Suns game Guarantee that
1: No definitely not no. Um,
0: So yeah Um, Listen Gold Coast need to relocate to Tasmania
1: Re- Gold Coast relocate to Tasmania yep. They won't relocate like the Gold Coast Because Because they've spent so much money on setting them up up there
0: So there's 18 teams in the AFL now isn't there
1: Yeah I think so It's about 18 isn't
0: it I'm pretty sure there's 18
1: Yeah Sounds about right. So, Geelong, Carlton, Port. Why does Tasman? Why do you think Tasmania will be more of a success than the Gold Coast? Because North there's Melbourne. nothing to do in Tasmania. Because there's no theme
0: parks. Tasmania. Well, it's just it's a footy playing state. Mm. It's their footy card, and yeah, you know you can't have um, you know these sort of uh, casual relationships as like North Melbourne and Hawthorne do. They need their own team. Yeah. And Hawthorne and North Melbourne aren't going to move.
1: They're not going to relocate, obviously.
0: Uh, And, you know, if if the AFL took a, uh, uh, um, you know, similar approach to what the Rugby League want to do with uh, relocate as opposed to expand, I don't think expansions will work for them. They need to relocate and I think... uh, Well, they've only
1: just expanded so recently with Gold Coast and GWS. They won't do it again now.
0: No, and they shouldn't expand. They can definitely just cut their losses and go, you know, well
1: well that was a bad pick no one's successful on the Gold Coast but we but they probably got the decision makers probably wanted to go up there for parties and stuff try their
0: hand but you know there's I think for the AFL Brisbane is a city where you know that area probably just needs the one team
1: yeah absolutely well I don't think the league's like I don't think AFL is a sport that strong in Queensland that you would justify two teams no no,
0: no. Um, anyway it's depressing talking about the Gold Coast Suns it is so who's going to
1: win the Brownlow medal
0: I've got Patrick Dangerfield for Geelong Patrick Dangerfield pretty safe bet but
1: yeah that's a pretty common pick isn't it I think I picked him last year and he did nothing
0: so that means he'll go well this year because everything you touch turns to rubbish when you pick it yeah exactly you terrible well
1: yeah once you go from like I I am basically the black widow of sporting teams right yep so once I leave a sporting team the the rumour is that they go as well or if not better than they ever have
0: yeah. So who And that's got? been proven by evidence, right? Who is your Brownlow pick?
1: Angus Brayshaw from the Melbourne D's. Right. So because of how good I think your pick is that they will go very close to winning a premiership. Yep. I think he will go very close to winning the Brownlow medal. He's well, a midfielder.
0: I've got news for you, Angus. You're probably going to do your knee in round four or five. And, is. and then you're out. And then you're out because you've been
1: cursed by Macca. Yep, absolutely. Curse of Macca. Because I can pick if you're going to go terrible. Like I picked the Eels last year for the Wooden Spoon. Yep. But if I pick you for some success, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Good luck to you.
0: All right, so that's yeah. your eight, my eight. We've got our premiers, we've got yep. our uh, medalists. So Nugget, <clears throat> his list has come through. So we'll go one through eight quickly. One, Richmond, two, Carlton.
1: Carlton? <laughs> Carlton. So number two? Yeah. Carlton? Well, bugger me. He might have rolled us all here. What if he? What if he's right?
0: <laughs> we'll have to wait a few uh, hundred yeah, uh, you know rounds, odd days wow. uh, Collingwood third Melbourne fourth GWS fifth which is yeah. his team Hawthorne six Geelong seven and he's got the lines in eighth as well
1: forget about Hawthorne we didn't put him in our top eight did we no, no he's a good judge at number eight with Brisbane that means there's a few teams here that that like he he's a left out west coast all from the eight
0: and Adelaide and Sydney
1: Wow. So Carlton. I don't know if he's not paying attention or whether he knows something. We don't know. Yeah. Who knows?
0: Well, he's got GWS as the Premiers.
1: Hmm. I think he's off his face. Yeah,
0: I think his fandom's coming through there. Yeah, I'm exactly. not sure about that. Yeah. And um, he's picked
1: the Suns to come last. Put on your nugget.
0: Yep. And mm. uh, brand low Mantle, Stephen... Coniglio. Coniglio from G... Oh, listen. You were giving me shit last time about being Cronulla Shark-centric with picking the Sharks (laughs) I didn't pick us to win the bloody comp Nugget's a GWS fan he's taken them to win the flag from fifth he's got Stephen Corniglio
1: winning a a bloody brown and you're giving me
0: stick look at this how's this bloke no listen just let me explain
1: the logic behind giving you shit about the Sharks right it's only because I care for you mate oh yeah, yeah, yeah because I have seen how much you love that bloody football team and they do nothing but hurt
0: you.
1: They do nothing but hurt you, and and they're only going to keep hurting you when they move to Perth, and they're only going to keep hurting you when that money that they think they've come across with the developers oh, recently disappears.
0: When the times are good, they're good. They are, but they're not that good. They're that pretty, but that's like what you say. This sounds like when an, you're an alcoholic. This sounds like an intervention. It in, is an, an intervention. intervention to someone in well, an abusive relationship. If it, that's exactly right. If it has to be, it has to be.
1: That's because I care about you, mate. That's why I keep telling you.
0: You've All got to right, AFL. Most of us will only care about the AFL when it comes to finals time. And if there's nothing to do on a Friday night, what I do like about the AFL on a Friday night Ooh. is once the league's finished, you click it over and you and can watch the last going quarter cause in here because the game's I, 100, 120 I, minutes.
1: I would I, so I like to flick back and forth Right, and I yes. would probably prefer watching AFL than watching league these days.
0: Wouldn't it be good if Fox could do a split screen feature. Yeah, Didn't off that, their IQ that
1: existed for a while, like, Did it? but I don't know if it went. Uh, Maybe
0: I need to chat. I can't do it on my Fox. Is it, well, I
1: think it went the same way as 3D glasses in TV technology. It was like really expensive for well, us. Screen in screen technology, and then you realise we can't do two things at once.
0: Well, you just watch one on your phone, one on TV. Happy yeah, days. Exactly. Yeah.
1: That's right. Get two tellies. Hmm.
0: Yep, so AFL, they've kept their noses fairly clean throughout oh, the off-season. Have they? No real yeah. scandals to report off. Well, oh, there was a few, I believe. No. Can't remember them, but yeah, there was a few. Whatever they were, they didn't overshadow rugby league, so... Well,
1: nothing could overshadow rugby league at this point in time, could they? I think the biggest controversy in AFL was was some of the claims made by former players like Nick Rewald that, that the drug culture was fairly rife. And it, then they had some incidents, you know, Mad Jack Door tried to jump off a bridge... Like, tried it? he did well he did jump off the bridge that's yeah. right he tried to kill himself that's true he did jump off the bridge so successful so I've
0: watched for him He's, you know, his path to the AFL is uh, you know a lot different to 90%, 95% of all the 99% yeah. of all the all the players in the comp Yeah. so that's that's a sad situation for him to. good to see him back on his feet though literally yeah. yes hopefully
1: he didn't land on him oh on. Jesus <laughs> obviously <he laughs> tough didn't. crowd mate yeah that's right oh well it's oh, tough isn't it now
0: well, on to the next part of our show is um, good luck to everyone in the AFL especially Mad Jack this
1: year oh
0: man your favourite time of the year is upon us the NCAA tournament in the thick of it the NCAA yes. Tournament. March Madness.
1: Where underpaid athletes get taken advantage of so I can watch lots of basketball. <laughs> you beauty.
0: Uh, and and we um, highlight the word underpaid. Because they don't we, get paid at all. Well, so they shouldn't get paid. Well, some of them are getting paid, some given get the paid.
1: controversy that's blown up over there recently.
0: Yeah, your team, the Duke Blue Devils. Yep. yep. That's let's, let's talk about them.
1: Okay, let's talk about them.
0: Uh, the overall favourite. Yep. They've got the best team. They've got well, two of the three best players. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and they are the overwhelming favourite. I feel like... Are they paying their players? Yeah, absolutely. So they're cheating? Yeah, probably. So you're openly rooting and showing love for a team that systematically cheats the system year after year. I, no,
1: that, I didn't say they systematically year cheated it year after, after Year after year. I didn't say that. No, you just made that up. Because you're trying to defend the Perth Sharks. But what... No, Life. that's not
0: the question. The question was, you support a team that cheats.
1: Well, I support a team that I believe is cheating this year. Okay. Yeah. So, but that hasn't been. So, any future found comment
0: about the sharks, we shall no, just
1: disregard. You can't disregard it. No, that's not the way it works, mate. No, you can't just throw Duke under the bus. That was well played. There. How long have you been playing no, that? I was just, I no, just rot off the tongue. Mate. That was yep. really good. Um, let's get back to analysing yes, the Duke okay. Blue Devils. So,
0: because it is good, I and I have to say that I. Out of all those college teams, they're the only team I really make time to watch if they're on.
1: Is that that's this year though? Yes. You mean? Yeah, because of Zion and Barrett yes, and yes. those guys. That's yeah. the only reason. So we've probably got like Duke so if you follow the college basketball or even if you don't, you like you probably heard of Zion Williamson now, like he's pretty synonymous across sporting codes. Yeah. With, you know, his shoe blowing out and him injuring himself and you know, he's a pretty athletic guy and so. he'll
0: sign the biggest Rookie shoe no, contract. He won't. He, That's will. Not,
1: he won't. That's not true. It'll happen. No, it won't. He's not going to beat LeBron James's he will. shoe contract. He's not that. You watch. No, that won't happen. But what I would say is this so, if you were to ask me, do I think Duke are going to win the NCAA tournament this year? No, I don't think they are.
0: Now, are you just saying that because then I can get out of the pre- cheating comment? No, no, no. You're, you're prepping yourself for the disappointment no, no, of. No. Of, of, oh, of like supporting a team that's an overwhelming <laughs> favourite.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is this where you go, oh, I'm going to bet against my team so that when they win, I'm happy that they won. But if they lost, I'm happy that I won. Yes. Exactly. That's bullshit. I don't do that. No. It's
0: kind of almost like supporting two teams. Mm,
1: yeah, that's right. But yeah. it's not as bad because you don't openly wear it as a shirt or something well, like you that. Can't,
0: you can't go for two teams. We, we know that much.
1: Yeah, you can't. But it is a, Well, you go for about 10 NBA teams.
0: Uh, I follow the players. I don't go for teams. Yeah, right.
1: So, um, I, so the reason that I don't think Duke are going to win the NCAA tournament is because I don't think we're deep enough. And the NCAA tournament takes place, obviously, over three weekends. Yeah. And you play to win it. You, it's a tournament style, obviously, you know, single elimination as... Most finals in any sport are, um, but what you need to do is gotta play. stay healthy. You got to stay healthy, and and we have some injuries, but at the same time, I think you you also have to come up with a number of different ways to win, right? And right now, Duke don't have the depth to have a number of different ways to win, right? So what I believe is is that when we run into some really good coaches like. Um, probably Tom Izzo and Michigan State he and his coaching staff will come up with a way to circumvent the talent that we have and the other players on our team won't be able to step up to win that game for us
0: but okay that's one way of looking at it but most of the rotations shortened to sort of seven and maybe eight when it really, but really, in in those games,
1: do you know what that, that's surprising though? Yeah, I, like in most finals games they do, but when you look back at um at previous final fours and and most recently probably in the last five to ten to ten years, there's always been a player who steps up and and has a fantastic game in either the national yep. semi-final the national who's championship game, who's not who the you number really one had never heard of, right? Like or hadn't. Being the hero of that team, yep. like and and those guys tend to, and and those teams, it's because those college teams are so heavily coached, and the, and those opponents are so heavily scouted that often they've got countermeasures for everything that you've got in terms of you know. Hmm. I don't think we've got a a guy and and you'd have to follow a college guys will know this guy, but Spike Albrecht. Spike Albrecht basically won Michigan a championship a couple of years ago, and then basically tweeted every supermodel asking for a date, right? Because <laughs> he was like, "And he shot his shot, like good on him, he, you know." Like he was, and he was a national hero for a, about two years based on that one game, yeah, where he just came out and no one was guarding him because they were guarding everybody else because he was about four foot nothing, and you
0: know, good on him. Good on your Spike. Good on your spike.
1: You're, our, you're, you're my spirit animal. But that's why I don't think Duke can yeah. win the NCAA championship.
0: Now, could okay? Let's let's assume they do, and you know some of their their headliners, you know, are, are kept in check mm. relatively. Yeah. Um, there's an Aussie kid who plays for Duke. Jack White. Jack yeah. White. Yeah. Not from the White Stripes. No. Jack White, the basketballer.
1: That's right.
0: Um, he might be the guy. He could be. He didn't play.
1: And he may not play tomorrow in their second round match yeah. because he's got hamstring injury. Okay, and he, but,
0: he was a 40% three-point shooter until he missed 28 straight threes over the course of the season.
1: Yeah, he's the ass has fallen out of Jack. But, <laughs> and but, his
0: hamstring's too. Yeah, that's
1: right. But you're right, he could be. That's true. But because of that, I'm not so sure he's got the momentum to do that, right? But But you're right, Jack would probably have the ability to do that for us. But Duke needs somebody else to do something like that. And I'm not so sure we've got someone.
0: Maybe it's the Cam Reddish, the, you know, the, the the third the third guy is. is he hasn't is, been playing that well either. He's like so, been overshadowed. Right. But yeah, uh, if right. he was in another college, he'd, he'd be the main main yeah. guy. And
1: but how would I know? I, like, so if you follow the NCAA, what you know is, is that every year, one of the big things that all fans of the NCAA do is try and predict the winner of every game in the NCAA tournament. Right. So 64 games. Oh well. 66 games or whatever but 64 main round games and people fill out a bracket and they try and pick every winner of every game don't they Streedy? they do and we've got the sports and spit bracket going we do yes have a look and tell me how I'm going in that as a guy who lives and breathes college basketball every year how do you think I would go
0: Uh, pretty ordinary
1: yeah so just so you know if my prediction is correct I am dead last alright at the very least I was dead last earlier today
0: you are absolutely dead last
1: absolutely dead last equal dead last yeah with Brett Murphy who's also a long time avid listener of this podcast he is so Smurf you and me buddy down the bottom yep yep just like we are alright so let's go have a look Bulldogs at your fans. let's
0: have a look at your bracket
1: yep alright Let's break it down quickly. Oh, Where oh, oh what, what
0: have we got here? You've actually picked Duke to win it. Yeah, absolutely. Because you
1: can you imagine with Duke being the absolute favourite? You idiots that I hang out with. If I hadn't have picked them to win, you never would have let me hear the end of it. No. So. Much
0: like you never let me hear the end of it. <laughs> what
1: about Perth Sharks? Yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, so all right. So your final four: Duke, Gonzaga, Yep, Villanova, and Houston. Villanova gone so you've only got three teams still alive that can make it that's right still could happen yeah uh, Now my
1: bracket's fucked yeah
0: alright if we go to my bracket yeah uh, called salary cap compliant yeah uh, no surprises here I've got Duke as Duke a national champion so yep. I've picked them as well I've also got Houston making the yep. final four good pick uh, and they're, Duke are going to play Michigan, last year's runners-up, and Purdue.
1: Michigan will, yeah, Michigan would, they may get back there and win a national championship this year. Um, they're the type of team that have a lot of guys like that. It's so like I said, Spike Albrecht. That's good pick. googling Google him. Google Good
0: Auburn, you know, they, they won today, so they're, they're they through. UK ran. Yeah, yep. Maya, this bracket's looking pretty good. You're coming 10th, though, No. Hmm. No, yeah. It'll all shake in you know out.
1: In our 12 person group. Yeah, it'll shake out in the end. Do you know who's actually beating you? My wife's beating me. Okay. And I know how she picked her bracket. How? A bloody guess. Oh,
0: well.
1: There was no analysis.
0: The rules is bracket. She's mm. beating you, mate.
1: Yeah, she's smashing me.
0: Here yeah, you are, you're coming 10th. Well, the University of Street Dose,
1: 6th. Oh, you put two brackets in. Yeah. It's like supporting two teams. Cooking
0: the books. If they was good for Melbourne Storm, it's good for me. Uh, if it was good for the Sharks, the Perth Sharks. We didn't have two books.
1: Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, so... He's just, so, just so much of a basket case, no one kept a bloody record of how uncompliant with the well, salary. I'm going to
0: say that probably, you know, I reckon eight to nine out of ten people who have some kind of knowledge about college basketball would pick Duke to win. Yeah, absolutely. And the other, you know, one to two people... Would, ju- would just not pick hid-
1: Duke because they hate him.
0: Yeah, and they would think, oh no, no, well, yeah, someone else would win. Pick someone else. That's right. Going against, except the for my
1: wife, who just picked. I think because I told her that the team she picked wear yellow, and she likes likes oh, yellow. who she so. take?
0: Oh, Michigan. Yeah, that's right. So. Michigan, Michigan, Mi- Michigan v Michigan State in the final four. That'd be kind of. That'd cool. That'd
1: actually be a pretty good game. Yeah. Yeah, but Houston got, as
0: well. What everyone's Houston v yeah, uh, the, the, the. That was probably where pick. I
1: got in her ear and told her but anyway. So, what do you think about like? That, that's a fantastic sporting event the NCAA tournament but there's been a bit of controversy in the NCAA and it's all revolving around the fact that the players don't get paid and that and not just the tournament but the NCAA as a whole makes a significant amount of money right? um, now uh,
0: what's your stance on it what what in if you were to if you were to take the job over tomorrow you're, yeah. you're gonna leave your current job and you get offered the, the job to fix college basketball yeah what would you do to change the situation to make it uh, a more uh, palatable situation for everybody out there oh
1: uh, <clears throat> I guess uh, it, it's a hard one to say like I think the players the players deserve to be paid for the use of their image yep Right, so the thing that I have a problem with uh, is that a university can. I, I don't necessarily have a problem with the fact that the players are playing for free, right? Um, but what I have a problem with is that the university can use the players' rights to generate a significant amount of revenue, um, like, uh, and the player isn't allowed to profit from that. Because that's what's theirs, right? The intellectual property is theirs. So if the player agrees to play at the university, then I think... I don't necessarily think... It's going to sound really weird because I think the problem is really complex. Yeah. Um, and the reason it's complex is... Let's take Zion Williamson, for example, right? Projected number one pick. Yep. Superstar across the board, right? Doesn't
0: he, need to go to college to be become the number one pick. Is no, but...
1: But what I would say is this year in college... He's benefited. Significantly. Yeah. Right? So is going to bank a lot more cash... Totally. ...from his strong year in college, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, and so will a lot of players. So... 100 The year in college also helps you line your pocket, right? So so if you're a... Um, and also, it also... For American kids, playing in the NCAA tournament, the NCAA final... Big deal. ...is a big deal for them, right? They're, it's a guy. They've grown up wanting to be I mean, that. for
0: like, you know, you're only talking there's 450 players in the NBA. Yeah. And you have the NCAA double t- NCAA tournament has you know sixty four to sixty eight teams. But
1: that's not even close to the amount of teams in Division I. No, there's like One. There's about like, four hundred teams or something. Yeah, so, so, like so know, I think let's say I don't remember, but like, let's
0: say uh, uh, there's a probably you know, if you count all the other schools, yeah, um, we might be talking say a thousand colleges out there. Yeah, right. So a thousand colleges with you know um, you know twelve twelve to fifteen players per team. That's yeah. you know like twelve to fifteen thousand Division One college basketball players. Yeah. And then only four hundred, yeah, and fifty players, yeah, get have to jobs play. in the NBA. Well, that's right, yeah, exactly. And the amount of players that come out of college, less than four fifty, yeah. is probably only you know five to ten percent. Yeah, that's that.
1: right. And this is kind of where I think, like, so the problem for the NCAA is, if they had to pay their players, if everyone got paid the same thing, then there would be a lot of schools that wouldn't put a team in because they couldn't afford it. Of course, right? but. And this is where I kind of think you have to think about it in terms of, well, what what should the player get? Zion Williamson, for example. Should he get the ability... Look, So every Zion Williamson Duke jersey that they sell, yep. Zion should get a cutoff. I agree with that. Right. Uh, for every... Uh, like, like, I guess, for every type of, I don't know, endorsement-based revenue that, that Duke receives... Zion should get a cut off, right? Because, because absolutely, that they're not making that money unless Zion goes to that school. That's correct, right? So, um, now how you pay that to the player, whether you put it in a trust, whether you give it to them straight away, I don't know. I'm not really sure, but I think, you know, it it also, you know, it's complicated. I do think the players should get paid, but I think you you'll have to come up with a really good system, otherwise the NCAA won't exist, Yeah. right? Yeah. And, and then when I say that that's... Why is that important? Not so I can watch the NCAA tournament. That's important so that the other players who aren't Zion Williamson get the opportunity to play college basketball and earn a degree for free,
0: Yeah,
1: right? So for the kid who's going to be a banker for the rest of his life, but you've got a pretty good jump shot now, and he goes to a Division One, Two, II or Three school, right? Well, the NCAA should be able to exist, it just the, the the revenue should be distributed more fairly.
0: So then, could you look at dividing? I mean, obviously, you can still have your NCAA tournament. Yeah. But you know, where you have these conferences, you know, big conferences like the ACC and the Big yeah. Ten and 12. Yeah. Should some of those schools, perhaps compete, in a, a league, where your upper echelon players can receive some kind of monetary reward or gain. Yeah. All the while, while, you know, maybe kids who go to these second tier or, you know, schools that don't compete in that sort of, you know, those yeah. big big college leagues can still be offered scholarships and they might not be good enough to, um, you know, be paid on the, on yeah. the scale, yeah. but they can still receive an education, you know, mm. um, and have opportunities to... Because, I mean, the opportunity to play in that tournament shouldn't be taken away from them. No, that's right. Um, and, and there's some players out there, uh, for example... Um, McGee from Wofford. Yep. So he's the all-time NCAA leader in three-point field goal makes. Yeah. He yep. hit, just ticked over 500 uh, yesterday. Yep. Um, well, I don't. Today he was zero from 12.
1: He didn't go very
0: well. Yeah, they lost. Yeah. But they only lost by six, and he shot 0 from 12. Yep. Hit make two of those, and you yeah yeah could absolutely. win the game. So and that was to Kentucky. Yeah. Um, you know, so Fletcher McGee may never make the NBA. Yeah. yeah but he's got some national notoriety and no doubt he'll pick up some work somewhere
1: yeah well whether he picks it up in the NBA or whether he picks it up somewhere uh, like the NCAA would defend itself by saying players don't have to come to college they can go and earn a professional living somewhere and then get drafted into the NBA still
0: up until recently that wasn't really an option
1: No, but... Well, it's always been an option. it's going to become an option, so... Well, it has always been an option, but it just wasn't the smart way to go. Yeah. Because it didn't get any noticed by NBA scouts because the NBA didn't look really far outside the NCAA. I mean,
0: and now there's alternative pathways to... You know, NBL have pathways programs and the NBA G League are looking at sort of, you know, expanding that, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tricky one. I, 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 I definitely think it's... There won't ever be a solution... For this, uh, that benefits everyone. Yeah, Um, and they may go to some kind of, you know, like a Champions League type setup Mm. for the for those big schools where those players can receive, you know, um, shares of uh, you know money made from their likeness. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's not forget they are receiving the in receipt of a scholarship, which is probably worth hundred to one hundred fifty thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because because the the big argument is is that to a player like Zion Williamson who's not going to hang around for any more than a year then that is worth nothing to him no but but actually to the vast majority of NCAA Division 1 players that would be quite valuable absolutely you know and so you know but anyway I mean how, like how do you judge it I don't know but something has to change I agree you know so, yeah. so anyway so but system, I'm looking forward to the NCAA the, the
0: system like, can fives. work against them but it most definitely can work for them it as can. well
1: Yeah, absolutely but something has to change because because what we know is is that universities are paying players anyway. Yes. Right? So so it's happening very much so.
0: Yeah. But anyway. Um, so you've got Duke winning it. I've got Duke winning it. Eight out of ten people have Duke winning it. Yeah. Um,
1: but I don't think Duke will win it. I think they'll win it. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so now.
0: I'm back in your team.
1: I think Michigan will win it. Anyway, Spike Albrecht. There's someone coming who's going to have a Spike Albrecht. There's always probably. a Spike out there. There's always a Spike somewhere. Shoot your shot, Spike, if you're out there, mate. That's right. It up. Never up, never in, they say. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what about we just we just we're sitting here in Streety's lounge room, and the
0: NRLs come on. All right, so I... I, I two I, weeks in, here we go. Almost interrupted you, but we just saw a segment yeah. on, on Latrell Mitchell on Fox yeah. Sports on we one did. of their league talk shows. Yeah. yeah. And the segment was showing Latrell Mitchell in his hometown of Taree. Yeah. That's sure. all good with his family. Yeah. But there's segments of him riding dirt bikes on yeah. a dirt track doing a wheelie. Yeah. How would the Roosters feel about seeing that clip? I don't think they'd be very impressed. Not at all?
1: No. No matter when it was taken. I wonder if NRL players have that type of clause in their contract where they're not allowed to do that sort of stuff over the office.
0: Well, we certainly know they have that in the NBA. Yeah, that's right. You ever heard of the famous case of the Lakers player at the time, Vladimir Radmanovic?
1: Yeah, Vladimir. Didn't he he lie about something? He was
0: a key key reserve player uh, for the Lakers during their sort of, you know, playoff slash championship runs. Yeah. He uh, injured his shoulder during the All Star weekend break. And it turned out that he busted his shoulder snowboarding in Utah. Oh, yeah. And he lied about where he was. Yeah, right. He uh, wasn't supposed to be there and he stacked his snowboard and busted his shoulder and he was out. Did he He come with
1: some ridiculous, like, I was wrestling with kids in my shoulder? Told him he was was elsewhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there was that. There was probably the most famous case of this was uh, Jay Williams. Yeah. a dukey should have been smarter than this but yeah, bas- n- number two pick in the draft all the potential in the world yeah. um, decided to ride a motorbike mm. um, it's very strict that in the NBA you can't ride motorbikes ATVs for the particular uh, reason snowboard, skateboard all that sort mm. of stuff yeah, it's, it's basically just injury prevention but anyway Jay Williams had a pretty severe major bike accident Did. whilst contracted um, ruined his leg didn't he ruined his leg ruined his career so yeah. he's you know for him he's forged a successful career in the media as an analyst
1: yeah but he wouldn't get paid anywhere near as much definitely as well, wouldn't he would be get paid.
0: paid um you know he, his contract was almost void um mm. but the Chicago Bulls decided to uh honour it Yeah. Well, they didn't have to which was unfortunate for him but yeah, you know it's, it's interesting when he does mention it from time to time on, on various sort of segments and shows that uh yeah does he mention
1: it much I haven't heard him mention uh, it
0: there was a podcast he was on I can't remember who it was I remember listening to it and he telling the story mm. about you know how yeah right. you know, his uh, struggle you know post injury and what yeah. he had to go through and his comeback and failure from that And does he regret what he did um more or less yeah I think he said you know obviously yeah. if, I mean, pretty stupid thing to do if you had your time back you'd, you wouldn't do it yeah exactly. he just had a I think he mentioned he had a profound he just loved motorbikes and yeah, yeah. thought he was bulletproof and yeah, couldn't happen to him and Yep. there you go all right NRL two weeks in
1: and the bulldogs are a basket case
0: the bulldogs are a basket case and I gotta say I'm loving it today yeah, I watched the doggies play paramount and the dogs went up 10 nil yeah and I'm like oh damn it I really wanted to lose and the <laughs> para put too quick on him to go in a half time 12 10 up yeah um, and then the wheels fell off the wheels fell off and it was it was a thing of beauty what did we lose by? 36 to 16 in the end.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, now, I just want to point something out. Where are we? Here we go. Yeah. Where's my list? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to find it.
1: So, while we're waiting for Street to find whatever it is related to the Bulldogs and something that I've said, uh, let's just review some of the recent controversies or some of the recent results in the, in the NRL. So... Any surprises over the first two two rounds for you, Shreddy?
0: um Well, I mean, Parramatta are, on, are leading the comp.
1: Big surprise. S- so right? they've gone from two worst, games, two wings. worst
0: to first. See, um, yeah, you know you you've backed them. I have, and they to win the wooden spoon they got it. Yep. So yep, the kiss of death is if, is now off them because you haven't touched them this year. That's right. And now they're coming first. Now they're
1: coming first. Yeah, that's
0: right. There might be something in this for you, Maka, with uh, some kind of Yeah,
1: once I get off you, then you're, bloody, you're a success.
0: Now, yeah, um, yeah the doggies shambles. Hmm. Now, if there's a club that's a bigger basket case than Cronulla, it's the Canary Bulldogs at the moment. No, now, hold on a second. Massive basket no, case. No, that's not true. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, no, no. No, we're not a massive basket case. We've we'll, lost two games. We
0: can still win a game.
1: You, well, you won oh, okay. one game. All
0: right, well, let me just... I'm going You're going a, to relocate to Perth. I'm going to read a team out, right? Mm. Now, the tragedy of losing these players is almost as big as the Argentinian football team crashing their plane into the mountains of <laughs> an the Andes. You're an idiot.
1: This is why I give a shit about the Perth show.
0: Now, it's going to read this team out. Yeah. Now, tell me if this is a premiership quality side. Now, this is all all players Sure. that Desi... Yeah. Uh Rorted, cook, cooked his books, did, did whatever he could. He, Wait he, on a second. He screwed the well, he books so not, much they couldn't afford to buy anyone. And it wasn't Des he, Hasler.
1: It was the chairman, Ray Dibb. But anyway, keep going. Hasler
0: was coach and he, he, he asked no, these guys. Now, didn't. how's this for a side? Ben Barber, Moses Embai, Josh Morris, Tim LaFay, Brett Morris, Josh Reynolds, Trent Hocketson, David Clemmer, Michael Ennis, James Graham, Martin Tapow, Sam Casiano, Dale Finnecane. Okay, Bench, Damian Cook. Greg Eastwood, Aaron Woods, Tony Williams. Okay, now this is from our one of our our readers, Smurf. Smurf, yeah. He sent this list through. Now, if that team was playing, if that if that was your Bulldogs list for 2019, where would you have them?
1: They'd be winning the wooden spoon anyway.
0: No, th- this th- this team of talent. Yeah. That, that your management. Only if every one of those players
1: was playing at their peak. But those guys that have left... Like, have a look at some of those names, right? Like, so... Hodgkinson... Can't get a game in the NRL... Because he's got bad knees. Yeah. Right? Because he doesn't actually have knees. He's, I think he's had to have them removed. Right? Uh, Martin Tapau, Good player. But he... Quality. Yeah. But he's not, the, he's not the greatest. Sam Cassiano... Well, the Storm are looking to sh- ship him around. you seen how fit he was? That was fake. Yeah. <laughs> And, anyway, uh, the, the point is. Josh are... Reynolds just played New South Wales Cup today. Ben Barber just delivered your groceries from Coles. <laughs> and that's good. I'll pay that. Like Greg Eastwood, isn't he playing in England now? Now, honestly.
0: Now he is playing in England. But the point is, Aaron they're...
1: Woods and Tony Williams, I would have happily let go of every single. I just, I'm not. I'm not happy that we're paying them. Most of those guys, I disagree with Smurf on this. Most of those guys, I'm reasonably happy to have let go. There's probably a couple there that I would like to have kept. Okay, clean so up. you
0: might be happy to have let them go, but I mean, this is James all James
1: Graham kept standing in our in our backline. He was like playing 5. These
0: are all players that have left your team in the last couple of years. Yeah. Now collectively as as a group, 1 to 17. Yeah. That to me is a top 5 team in the NRL. No,
1: I disagree. There's a good reason why most of those players have left the club. Our problem is is that we haven't replaced them with anyone that's very good either. Why do you think that is? Because they have salary cap issues. Because we're still paying for half of those guys. Yeah. Because we're still paying for Aaron Woods to play for... For us. Perth. We still... We still have to pay for most of those guys because of the poor management of the club, right? So, yes, the the club was managed poorly. We're not a basket case like the Perth Sharks. We're not getting spoken about in terms of off you go, we need to move you to WA. Um, So there's a bit of a difference. So... uh, you know I don't even know why I'm defending myself to you <laughs> that's great I like it this is bullshit
0: no but I mean the, you know like uh, the dogs are they're, they're in a bit of a mess and they, they might be looking yeah. at a but wooden is, spurn but this is the, see the difference here is the difference
1: here is I don't get as emotionally invested in the dogs as you get in the sharks right and this is why I need you to realise that I what I do for you is for your own good oh yeah. Right? yeah that's I just need you to make sure because I know what happens when you get angry and and you lose temp, your temper right we all know what happens yep. that's why we call you the switch now so like for your own health and well being you need to wind it back all on right. the shark so
0: side. Let, let's let's just talk about now this you know it's because I love you mate probably a lot of answers to, to this question yeah. but uh, junior development with the bulldogs oh yeah um, this is from from Brett again Smurf it says it's been atrocious now, yeah.
1: Well, historically, we've just so recruitment.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But but why? Why? The, I mean, the Bulldogs, you know, Dean Pay come in. We want to go back to the Dogs of War, and we're going to play out like this. Sorry, yeah. that style of play doesn't that doesn't work. This yeah, way. that's but, right. Well, it clearly
1: hasn't worked in the first but, two. But rounds, the
0: Bulldogs, so. known as a family club, were a great breeding ground. Yeah, yeah. For bringing players through. Yeah. That's changed. Probably. Why? What's happened?
1: Uh well well i i'm not really sure i'm not but i would probably say that it's it's probably around the investment that you make in in your, your junior development but also i would say it's probably around a lot of the availability of actual sports in the areas that, that the bulldogs exist in right Because
0: so. I, I, I answered this question and i i put it down to my answer was the, gentr- the gentrification of the western suburbs of sydney yeah right why, why? Why do you think Penrith are so good with well, with, their, with their junior recruitment? And, because and everyone
1: like in Penrith still plays league. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it's it's the shifting populations and, yeah, and the demographics that, that, that are now living out there. You yeah, know, quite possible. Have a high sort of Pacific but island.
1: I don't know that we, like, who did we develop as a player?
0: I mean, you, you, you hit your peak, you know, it was a family club, so you recruited from within. But I, I Yeah, guess, so we I had a good my, senior
1: club, but I'm not sure we ever had good junior development anyway. My
0: point is the catchment for the Bulldogs in that Western Sydney area... Has sh- shrunk. Has shrunk, and no one plays footy there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
1: that's what i So thought. you have a
0: high Middle Eastern population, a high Asian population, yeah. who probably don't give a rat's ass about rugby league.
1: No, that's probably why, yeah. yeah, so, yeah
0: so, as a result the participation numbers for, for local footies down. Yeah. Quality juniors coming through is down. Yeah. That's why so you can't we get to anyone to play for That's my that's that's why the doggies might be a rubbish footy team for the next ten to fifteen years. Well that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> well, you know, there could be. Well, so should I don't we see move forty per- million dollars coming their way. Should we move the per- Excuse me? Forty million dollars. I mean, hey, if I, I, Is it
1: so are you are you referring <laughs> to the dodgy deal? that the Sharks announced recently with... Uh, is that what you're referring to? $40 million.
0: Yep, I'm, I'm referring to that.
1: So you're referring to the fact that... So before we get too far into this... Oh, I, I, I,
0: I'm, I'm going to continue with my point. Okay, right. The Bulldogs have lost their identity. Yeah. So, I mean, Cronulla still has their identity. They represent an area. But I don't think the Bulldogs do that so much now. What area does... does
1: does uh, the- the Perth Sharks represent
0: well they're not in the comp yet because and they won't be the Perth Sharks but right the but Cronulla, then, so, Cronulla, they, Cronulla so where they're based
1: now is Cronulla right
0: yeah Cronulla and the Sutherland Shire if you had to pretty compare pretty big, big area of Sydney well it is a big
1: area of Sydney but do you feel like the Shire as it's affectionately known yep has been gentrified do no. you feel like it's changed
0: no. I think it
1: might have changed a little bit.
0: Mate, you know they had the rights there. Oh, wow. Nothing yeah, much right. has changed.
1: Nothing much has changed. That was a little while they ago. They still have like that. So.
0: yeah. You know, they're still...
1: Yeah, okay. Right.
0: My, my point is that, you know, as much shit as you want to give them, they've got an area. They, they, they have a catchment of players. The Bulldogs' area and catchment has shrunk. The whole... The area <clears> where <throat> what they represent has changed... Yeah. so their their identity has changed
1: so what you're saying is it's tougher for the Bulldogs and so when we have success which we have had for a number of years fairly consistently then we work harder at it than the Sharks do (laughs) so what you're saying is is it's easier for your team and my team actually have to grind it out and should therefore appreciate their success more that's what I'm hearing Right. so what you're saying is is that because of the shrinking area that the Bulldogs have to choose from we have to do more for our success You guys just get handed it. Is that right?
0: No, no, mate.
1: No, that's not right, is it? Okay, right. Now, let me just refer to the point that you made, which was that you guys have $40 million on the way. I'm doing this again for your own good, right? (laughs) You are never going to see that money. Okay. Okay, yep. You made a deal with a property developer, right? Real estate agents think that property developers can't be trusted. That should be telling you something, right? Property developers are so dodgy that real estate agents don't trust them, right? You should not trust them. You are never going to see that money. The the mechanics of that deal, right, are ridiculous and are all based on that property developer getting a price for the land that they bought off you that they're never going to get, right? In about four years' time, that developer is gone and you guys are going to be bankrupt again
0: and no, no,
1: no. it won't matter because you'll be playing out of purse.
0: The money's been paid. It hasn't been paid. Not no, yet, it will be. Have a look
1: at the mechanics of the deal. right? Yeah. You <laughs> signed a deal with the property developer. Go and ask anybody in history how they go. So right? They don't go very well.
0: So, okay, just to, to clear things up for you. Right. The property developer are buying them out of, of, of the share. They sure are. So the are. property developer yeah. will finish their project and on sale. So, they will make the majority of the money out of this deal, no doubt. Yep. For absolutely. the short term. If it happens
1: and if they can sell the well, property. Well,
0: it's got nothing to do with then. It's, it's, it's out of their hands. So, if they, so That doesn't matter though. Do, of course it matters because no, it's not their because,
1: problem. No, because you think that contractually now that that property developer is obligated to pay them whether they sell the land or not. Right?
0: It's, they, they pay They're them gone. out. They, they, they paid out, you idiot. They, no, they paid do. out. Now have a
1: look at the mechanics of the deal. They don't have the money yet. Every year that goes past, they get a little bit more money. It's not going to come. All right. I guarantee you, you're never going to see your forty million dollars.
0: What happens first? The doggies are good, or Crowley get their money?
1: Uh, I'm going to say <laughs> probably neither. <laughs> probably neither. Um, you probably, know what will happen first? The Knights will probably win a premiership again oh, before no, either that's, happens. That's that Did is the walk. worst. That's why it's bad for you and I, right? Oh, so, that's
0: terrible. That's uh, really that's bad. That, that is. No, no, that cost me five hundred bucks. But do you
1: know, know what I will say? both of our teams are a basket case at the moment and you do at least have the ability to say at least you guys have won a game this year yeah. I'm actually I am concerned that the Bulldogs may win the wooden spoon this year I think actually the only team that will hold us out of the wooden spoon potentially could be the Gold Coast Titans oh, I think
0: you're right and okay great segue I love that hmm. so you know I've, I've rubbished you enough about the dogs yeah, I'll I continue know. to cop it for the Sharks but hey, right. I've got thick skin I'm, I'm fine Listen,
1: and and likewise anyway. but like I said mate it's all for your own good so uh, no, we've got
0: three it. undefeated teams: uh, Parramatta, uh, Souths, and the Tigers. God, like I need Wayne Bennett to have success. Oh yeah. Christ, he's an idiot. He's awful, isn't he? Yeah. Um. Anyway, so NRL relocation has been big in the headlines this week. A lot of uh. Yeah. You know, newspaper reports, Fox Sports talking about it all the time. Um, we thought we'd offer our common sense um relocation plans for the NRL. Yeah. Um. So, what's your take on it? Um, well, should you expand or should you relocate or should you sit in your hands?
1: I'm always a big fan. Of, so I, uh, well, Andrew Johns came out this week and said that he reckons the talent level in the NRL is not good enough. I Disagree with that. Yeah, I think I think he might have taken a couple of too many hits to the head. And anyway, well, a couple think? Two, I think that's, too many that's been... hits from anyway the dealers. But I, what do I think? I think. I don't think you should relocate. Right? No. Um, and But I don't necessarily think that that means that all the teams that are in Sydney can survive. Um, because I think there are too many teams in Sydney. But, if they can, if they can survive, then good luck to them. Right? It's a survival of the fittest type scenario. Yep. Um, I also don't really feel like, for the reasons that you just said, around, like, have a look at the Gold Coast, have a look at GWS trying to tell an area that they should love a sport and love a team
0: doesn't work
1: doesn't work you've got to take it if, you, you've probably got to take it to where the people love footy like Tassie well with the Suns with the Suns I think it's a good idea but I don't think you should relocate I think you should just no. start a Tasmanian team and I think you should probably just start a team in like another team in Toowoomba right I think you should just start another team on the central coast you know the problem
0: okay so the problem I see with Toowoomba and the Central Coast is I don't know that there's enough corporate money there to sustain that
1: yeah but you would have said that when Newcastle started right
0: but I mean Newcastle had an an industry you know what I mean you know there's always been an an industry here um whereas what's the Central Coast industry
1: well primarily it doesn't have a what's Toowoomba's industry yeah it's a good point but uh, but I think industries so what you'll find is is that companies will get involved people will get involved in a sponsorship sense
0: I mean I, I can see that love it. mining probably might get involved in the Toowoomba community because yeah. um, you know the proximity to sort of you know sure. what's going on around there I could probably yeah. see that yeah I just you know um, Manly tried to relocate to the Central Coast once didn't work yeah but again
1: it's relocation right like I just don't think it should work.
0: But I, I think I think a Sydney team would need to. Yeah, I, I don't agree with starting a new team on the coast. I think it just it's too so much. So where hockey. do you think it should go? So my solution is I agree that you probably can't take teams out of Sydney. Yeah. No. Um, I think clubs like the Bulldogs and the Tigers. Um, probably those two, namely, really need to fight to define their territory. Um. My solution would be. The NRL own the Gold Coast, right? And if they really want a team in Perth, mm. they should relocate the Gold Coast to the Perth. Yeah. Right? That paves the way for them to grant a second licence for yeah. the, the Brisbane, you know, the Brisbane Bombers, as they known. Yeah. The Brisbane Bombers, you know, can then lay claim to that whole South Queensland catchment. Yeah. Because I think, as it is, the Gold Coast, you know, being named the Gold Coast... Yeah. ...um... They're isolating it so much. It's one particular area. It does. And it's, it's an area that it's, it's a transient population that, you mm. know, the, the demographics say that they don't really get behind their sports teams. Evidence proves that. Um, attendance isn't great yeah. at, at any of their sports. Um, but we know that the Broncos can draw a crowd. And we know that a Brisbane City rivalry would be excellent. It'd be mm. great for rugby league. So you either rebrand yeah. the Gold Coast as a South Queensland team. They embrace a greater area. Yeah. They will have a really strong junior catchment. Yeah. They can still play the odd game, you know, against uh, lower-drawing teams at the Gold Coast in a small stadium. Um, or you solve the Perth problem by moving, you know, the Gold Coast over there because have they really put their roots down in the Gold Coast? They're the easiest to move. They're owned by the NRL.
1: But, it, like, if you're starting from scratch, would you choose Perth?
0: I oh, no. No, I
1: wouldn't. Everyone just gets his fascination with Perth. It's like in basketball you know in the what? NBL where everyone was like you know what we need to go to Asia remember years ago everyone was like you need to go to China because there's heaps of people there <laughs> yeah but if you're taking like a game that the Chinese don't give two shits about then it doesn't matter how many people are there what so one billion Chinese don't care about the AFL yeah I mean the Western
0: means. Force you know they were in the in the Super 15 for a while gone
1: yeah
0: um, you know I think rugby league gets caught up in you know in, in the oh yeah you know, they've got a brand new stadium in Perth that looks great yeah no, they're, 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 they're there's heaps of people over
1: there they're sports stuff heaps starved. of people they're, 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 well um, they're not sports stuff they just care about AFL
0: they're rectangular field and NIB stadiums and oh, it's oh a they've a
1: just showed that highlight where um, Harrigan just bloody um, anyway yeah it's old highlights of the NRL biggest hits Ian Roberts Ian Roberts has just put a hit on And.
0: well yeah hit on and then he hit on him hit right? yeah, on Ian Roberts go have, son he probably did Um. To, what were we talking about? Perth, yeah. Yeah, right. So I think you know, the will get caught up in the whole, you know, oh, you know, big city, a lot of money, mining, you know, corporate, Yeah. great stadiums. But rugby league has never been a big thing over there. No. And, you know, if they transplanted a team, started a new one, yeah. they might be interest for a couple of years, but as soon as they had a couple of crap years and didn't win, yeah. no one's going to, you know. It's an Eagles right. Town. That's right. And then it's the Dockers. And the Dockers, yeah, that's and right. And then... The Perth Wildcats. Yep, exactly. And then the Perth Glory when they're good. Well, they're good now,
1: so no, they be good. struggling. Yeah, um, it is too far for teams to go anyway. No one wants to go there on a regular basis. It's a long place. way.
0: Can you imagine the the trip that uh, the flight the New Zealand Warriors would have to do to play in Perth? Yeah, exactly. It's the same as flying to Hawaii. Yeah, that's from right. Sydney. Yeah, exactly. Nine or ten hours. So.
1: Yeah. And what about like the North Queensland Cowboys or whatever? Oh like yeah, that, horrendous. You
0: know? So I think you know rugby league probably needs to stick to the east coast. Uh, and much like the AFL, you know, know your areas and concentrate on them. Don't try and expand into something. Yeah. Um, Sydney teams, yeah. I mean, it, it's too much history to just uh, rip them out and, and and move them elsewhere. I agree. Um, teams certainly have to work harder. Um, you know,
1: I'd like a team on the Central Coast, just so some people around here don't support the Knights. Yeah. Like to see the Knights relocated. Probably not going to happen though. <laughs> be nice
0: though I just think that the, the Knights a successful Knights team is, as much as it pains me to say I think it's good for rugby league yeah it is actually that the Knights are successful yeah it's true uh, it's not for the competition overall it's not good if they're bad you know, we might like it from a selfish point of view but yeah, from yeah. an overall point of view I, the Knights probably need to have success
1: I just watched a highlight from the Sharks game today no when did the Sharks play they played yesterday didn't they? yep and uh, I just noticed you made your sponsor yeah Dura coat roofing looks yeah is that just a bloke from the Shire who just had some money to splash well I'll it? tell you
0: this <laughs> well, I'm not buying the 2019 jersey no
1: I don't think that's a I good idea. I can't I often I, I, bring I, d-
0: guy, I, I, I generally judge a jersey purchase on how the sponsor, on looks, the sponsor looks on a jersey yeah yeah and I, I don't want to walk or around it looks horrible right? wearing that on it well, well just,
1: at least your team's not got at yeah, least M&J chickens <laughs> on the arm yeah it's like true <laughs> so. M&J chickens best I like, chickens in town how the best chickens in town they are the best commercial. You know, MJ change. Chickens,
0: it's kind of like the Adidas and uh, Puma story. Yeah. Where MJ Chickens is just the, the little brother, the d- disgruntled just cousin Steggles. Of, of Steggles.
1: Well, that's right, exactly. Well, that's why Steggles are on the front of the roosters and that's the right. MJ are on their arm. Which, you
0: know, is a really fitting sponsor, I kind of like. And I it like is. it when sponsors fit the jersey. Yeah. And they match the colour. Yeah. Duracoat roofing on the sharks. Hey, I'm glad we got a sponsor. But it doesn't quite It fit looks it right. terrible. Change change your letters, you know. Change the logo. Make exercise. it black on the white with the, you know. Fit it in. That's right. it looks crap. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Anyway. Ah
1: oh, well. Uh, yeah. Well, the NRL Rugby shouldn't League. relocate teams. They should expand wherever they put them.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's so
1: hard. But I don't know that they need more teams, mate. They need to make the teams that they've got financially viable. I
0: think I think 16 is a good number. There's, I read somewhere today. That uh, the Cowboys have come out and said they need $30 million to um, guarantee their future.
1: Oh, all they need to do is just go to a property developer and they'll have
0: it. I like the one building their current stadium. Yeah. Yeah. In the North Queensland stadium. You reckon they'll get into that? No,
1: I'll probably never see that either.
0: Um, well, I mean, some teams in a bit of trouble with money. Well, there was, there was obviously us. Um, we had uh, Manly. You yeah. know, if, 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 if there's a team that geographically would relocate, Manly have a terrible home ground. They do but I think and going no one's s-
1: rebuilding them a new one out there didn't they yeah. well no one wants to wasn't be, that election that, promise yeah but no one's going to but that That because that land is worth heaps more like you talk about gentrification mate no one in the northern beaches wants a rugby league team there like uh, not really anyway you know like yeah, most of the people in the northern beaches don't really care about
0: <laughs> rugby league <laughs> it's funny you say that we were just watching a clip of the Manly Roosters game <laughs> I was driving home and had this on um, in the car uh, listening to it and you could hear the rain on the on, yeah. the on the on the tin sheds from the commentary <laughs> box, <laughs> but it's an awful ground at, at Brookvale. It is an awful, definitely road. the worst one I've been to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I mean, Manly could they? Uh, would they? Would they do it? They've
1: already been relocated once, haven't they? They went to yeah. the Central Coast with the bloody North Bears, didn't they? Yeah, but that was
0: that kind of didn't work.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a snow game where the Raiders played the Tigers. Yeah, it was crazy. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh, and Garlick. <laughs> Sean Garlic has got nailed by a kid yeah, with a snowboard. Excellent. That was excellent. All right.
0: Great hit, kid. Well, a... these
1: blokes that are in some wetsuits there at the game. Oh, Chrome won that game.
0: That's when the Bunnies were good. 2014.
1: Look at that. Still no sponsor on the Sharks jersey. Oh, We've okay. probably
0: had a sponsor two of the last six years. Wow. Three of the last six years. But anyway.
1: Why do you need 40 million?
0: Things are looking up in the Shire. Don't, yeah, don't listen to Macca.
1: Awesome. Oh, good on you.
0: Well, that's probably enough
1: rugby league. Yeah, I think that so. That might be enough, enough for episode gambling. 23 as well.
0: Um, yeah, listen.
1: What's around the corner? NBA finals. I'll be,
0: I'll be touching on the uh, Bulldogs every week uh, when we talk league. Oh, listen. NBA? Listen. A major milestone happened today. What? LeBron James' streak of playoffs. Ended. Ended. Yeah, right. Officially gone. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the first time I think since two thousand and five. Yeah. So for fourteen years. Yeah. LeBron's not in the playoffs.
1: Well, there you go, eh? Yeah. Maybe he's not the number twenty-three that you thought he was. No. Is that going to change your passion in pursuing him next this no, year? No.
0: Well, okay. So professional athletes hmm. like LeBron James, yeah, have an amazing way to spin. The negative into positive. Yeah. Now right. we all know Le- uh, LeBron James is into, into showbiz and Hollywood and all that. What do you come out and say? Well, this is my prediction. Yeah. Okay. LeBron James, after this season officially ends, because he's he can be on holidays now, because the Lakers are done. Yeah. Um, he's going to make a docu series. Yeah. About his redemption coming back to year two of the Lakers. So it'll be a you know workouts and you know the draft and who they sign in free agency and trades. And it's going to be this whole, look at me, look at me, you know, I had a down year, this was the recession we had to have, sort of, you know, take a line from Paul Keating, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's going to be about him bouncing back from his lowest point in his career to next season being a, you know, contender for MVP again. Yeah, right.
1: Um, When he makes that video, do you think you, when he makes it... Do you think you will masturbate more or less to that video than you have to the Sharks Premiership victory in 2015?
0: Oh, nothing can top the Premiership.
1: <laughs> nothing can top the Premiership. I bet you're not going to top off a couple of them <laughs> on the Premiership video. Uh, oh yeah, Turn it up, fat it. man.
0: <laughs>
1: well, who knows, eh? <laughs> Who knows? I reckon you would bloody pull that pretty hard over that body video. I would say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh well. There all you go. All right. Yep. So well, uh, we'll you, eh? Le-
0: Lebron. Lebron's uh, docuseries series about his uh, his comeback with the Lakers. You know, from going shit to good. Bit yep. of a bit of a Parramatta story, really, from um, worst to first. That'll be
1: uploaded to Pornhub, uh, like uh, for Streetie so. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: All right. It's Very almost good. the end. Oh, We've got to throw a shout out to the Perth Wildcats for proving us wrong. We tip both tipped Melbourne United yep. to win the NBL. Oh, I was NBL. totally
1: wrong. They showed themselves to be quite the team Perth Wildcats. 30-something hey, yeah, years they've made the finals.
0: That's a record amongst all professional sport in the world. Yeah, that's crazy, eh? Yep. Since 1985 or now, I hate 89. Perth
1: Wildcats, but that's a pretty good record.
0: Can you really hate a team in the NBL? Yeah,
1: I like the NBL.
0: Why can't I hate a team in the NBL? I'm, just, I'm asking the question. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and I'm answering. Okay.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. I think so well now you got me guessing yeah yeah i can i don't yeah i don't like perth i yeah I, there's something about him that i don't like but they're arrogant but they're really good right it's like when roger Federer was really good and he used to say yeah i don't think anyone can beat me so i didn't like no, that it's true
0: yeah i i hated Novak Djokovic in his early days i thought he was the most arrogant professional sports person i've seen a i think
1: time, he still might be arrogant to be honest but he's he does a lot of good stuff he's pretty funny
0: yeah. Sense of humour come out. Yeah. Anyway, we thought uh, last time we, we said we'd dedicate a whole episode yeah. to famous number 23s in sport, or at least our top 10, because this is episode number 23. Yeah, but then we forgot uh, about but it. But right? then, you know, the footy's back on, so we've got to talk yeah. AFL, NRL. That's right. Um, you know, college basketball, Mars Madness. so it's a busy, busy time. And give each other shit about our footy team. Yes, which yep. makes up a large part of the our, our content. It has recently. Yep, and I think it'll continue. Probably uh, But anyway, number 23s. Famous number 23s. I like the one you brought up. Marco
1: Bresciano, the well, yes.
0: so He he cracks my top 10 at number 10.
1: Marco Bresciano. Socceroo's is number Marco. 23. Yeah. Now, in Australia, you probably just know Mark, right?
0: No, definitely Marco. You
1: reckon? Yeah. I liked the... Chant that they had for him, Marco, Marco, Marco brasciano That's probably the best soccer chant you've ever had. Totally, well, I reckon he walked around calling himself Mark. <laughs> yeah. But Marco. Well, then he, when he was in Italy, he would have been Marco for yeah. sure.
0: Marco, which is you know he's Carl Barron's cousin. Is he? No, but he looks oh, like him. Oh right, yeah. I thought.
1: Oh, far out. How'd you find that? <laughs> little, little guy wow, with the bald head. Um, yeah, he would have too. He, he, he was probably
0: one of our. Really um, no. underrated Cogs in that soccer squad from he that was. sort of 06 Definitely. to sort of you know 2010 yeah, World absolutely. Cup campaign. He was um, quite a bit low. of an unsung hero and a you know really sort of important part of our midfield yep. slash strike crew. Yep. Um, yep. So shout out to Marco Bresciano. Yeah.
1: Good on you, Mark. Uh, you well, obviously like David Beckham more number 23.
0: Yes. Yes. He wore 23. I mean, it, it, people only wear 23 because of Michael Jordan. Yeah, he I agree he, he is 23. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's
1: right. He's the original number 23.
0: Yeah. Now, 23 is a number. Yeah. There's nothing special about it. No. Like, why 23?
1: Do you know when Jordan came back into the NBA after retiring and playing baseball, the league wouldn't originally let him wear number 23. That's why he had to wear 45, Right.
0: No, he wore 45 as honor of his dad. That was his baseball number. No, but
1: he was denied the opportunity to wear 23. The NBA said, you've, the Chicago Bulls have retired it. And <laughs> then in the end, they saw sense and went, hold on a second, what are we doing?
0: Exactly. That's, man, that's, that's ridiculous. David Stern. He yeah. Is, you know, just because he's a... He's, he's, he's. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. yeah, MJ. So everyone wears 23 because of MJ. So he's number one.
1: Number two? Shane Warne. Warney. The man, the myth, the legend. And probably more for his off-field exploits, you know?
0: Yes. Like yeah, Baggin,
1: War- bagging Elizabeth Early. You're kidding. Warnie, with the head like
0: that. Warney, I think, goes down <coughs> definitely in my in my top five of all-time great Australian sports it heroes. Yeah, does, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep. Warnie's definitely my favourite cricketer ever. Yeah, easily. Um, now, Warney wears number 23. Yeah. Not because of Michael Jordan, because he played junior footy with St. Kilda, and that was his footy number.
1: Well, that was Dermot Brereton's number. Yeah, In in the AFL. Yep. Yep. So what? So Warney just got handed the 23 jersey.
0: Well, Brereton played for Hawthorne.
1: I know, but I'm just saying, like, but, you know, I just remember that Dermot, I wasn't saying that he played for St. Kilda. I know who Dermot Brereton played for. Yeah.
0: Who was Dermot Brereton's other club?
1: Oh. Did he come to Sydney?
0: He laced him up for Collingwood, I think. Did he? Pretty sure. Oh, right. I don't know. More we'll have to Google. We'll fact yeah, check that one, even though uh, you know, we don't... Well, what know.
1: about your mate, LeBron James?
0: Yeah, he, he'd be the number two... Would he? ...on the list, yeah. I mean, he wears 23 <coughs> because of Jordan, and he's...
1: What about the people that shouldn't have ever worn number 23? There's a long list. Brett Rainbow in the NBL played for the Melbourne Tigers. I don't know if he ever got on the court. He was the
0: greatest white dunker ever.
1: Yeah, but he only ever dunked in the dunk competition. He never played.
0: And the warm-ups?
1: And the warm-ups, yeah, that's true. Uh... I can only remember really bad basketball players to wear number 23. Like, 30.
0: I feel like t- 23 is like a number where if you're not good enough, if, if you're not really, really good, don't wear it. Don't wear it. Yeah, exactly. You've and there were there some calls somewhere. a while back that the the league wanted to... No, well, the Miami Heat have retired number 23.
1: Oh, in honour of Jordan? In
0: honour of Jordan. Pat Riley did that. Right. Um, and that's why LeBron didn't wear 23 when he went to the Heat for he Miami wear? the first time. Six. Six. Six was his number for the USA Basketball. Okay. Um, and he still wears six for his training, you know, practice jersey, but 23 for games. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so MJ, LeBron, Warney, we've got Beckham in there. Yeah. Um, who would be the most famous number 23 AFL player? Buddy Franklin. Definitely Buddy Franklin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Dermot did did play for Sydney. Seven games. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then he played for Collingwood the year after. So oh, right. did did a bit of club hopping. We were both right. Yeah. How about that? You
1: don't see that very often, do
0: you? Well, have to pat each other on the back. Pay each other mm. a compliment yeah, for
1: once.
0: Jeez. Um, yep. Yeah, um, on, back to the NBA. Mark, Anthony on, Davis young. probably is worthy of wearing a 23. Yeah, he probably is, actually. And then, you know, if he makes it to the Lakers in the offseason, he won't. Be you were 23, 23
1: no. no way that'd be part of the deal might right?
0: go back to his uh, high school number of 14 or 41 oh yeah it's a bit, bit of a weird number that'd be pretty weird uh, <coughs> what, is, what do you got on your list uh, that's about it for 23s I think
1: uh, that was all I had yeah we've mentioned them all
0: yeah Brett Rainbow and some illustrious company there he good, is isn't good it? to see yeah absolutely uh, and if you guys have any Same famous number in 23s in sport in career. post them on our Facebook page
1: yep if you think of a good 23 let us know
0: yeah.
1: We've probably forgotten a couple. No doubt. If you think of a bad 23, let us know too. No,
0: there's a long, a massive, massive list.
1: Mm. Well, that's going to do us for episode 23, I reckon.
0: Yep, I think we covered plenty. Yep. Talked enough rubbish.
1: Yep, that's an hour and a half of your um, life you'll you enjoy.
0: Yeah, so if you've got a long car trip to Sydney, which many of you do, this should uh, be... This will help. This should... Be finishing up just as you're about to, you know, come off the F three, probably around sort of Barra, Hornsby yep. area. Yeah, exactly. And you can uh, flick it onto Sydney radio for the traffic as you. Yep. Hit the Pacific Highway. Couple
1: of non stop hits and some into the city. Free bread.
0: Yeah. Very good. We'll be back with episode twenty four next. Don't forget, you can find us on all good podcasting apps. Yep. Keep up with our Facebook page, which we. Irregularly update. Yep. Um, and
1: we hardly ever do Instagram or anything like that, right?
0: Not really, but, you know, we're going to get on top of that. Yeah, yeah. You're
1: really good yeah. at that, actually. I'm hoping so. I'll probably have to take more of the load of that. I think so, so,
0: yeah. That's right. That's a good idea. Um, until next time. Yep. May the world of sport be good for you and maybe your NCAA teams win and may you handle the NBA playoffs without LeBron with grace. Yes. Switchy won't. I'm actually, I, I don't mind it. Yeah, right. I think. Uh, I think he needs a break oh really is
1: he a bit, he'd be a bit tired is he no no I just think will he you need. rub his calves when you get there and meet him
0: you gather tight
1: your calves are very tight <laughs> Okay. I very think good. what he needs
0: to do is focus on basketball and not the other stuff that's distracted him this year that's going to be hard in LA I oh, know yeah But it would easy. have been
1: easy in Cleveland
0: yeah Yeah. nothing to do there yeah that's right. okay King, King Deli rules town over there see All you right, next time un- guys enough enough we'll talk to you later bye
1: Yeah.